Hello, welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our story segment. Today is Holi. We wish you a very colorful and safe celebration. We have a special Holi story for you today. It is based on the real-life experience of one of our listeners, Mrs. Prachi. Do listen and enjoy. And now to the story. The Holy Mix-Up A cold finger drew a line on my face. I sprung up and sat on my bed. What? I stuttered. My brother Vinay stood there bearing all his teeth. Wake up, sleepyhead. Get ready. The others will be here soon. I rocked back and forth as he shook me. Why? I mumbled, all confused. Why? We've been waiting for this day for how long now? Two weeks? And you want to know why? He asked, the disbelief in his voice unmistakable. And then it clicked. That's it! Sleep left me like the wind from an untied balloon. From then on, I ran. I ran to my cupboard and took out the old clothes Ma and I had set aside. The salwar was a bit small, stopping above my ankles. Okay, so I grew that much from last year. But I have to wear this set or I'll get into trouble. I ran to the bathroom and turned the water on to fill the bucket. Luckily, the heater was already on and I didn't have to wait long for hot water. When I came out, I could hear Vinay agree to something Ma said. I ran down to eat my breakfast. I snuck a gujia on the mountain of poha on my plate. Don't forget to apply coconut oil, especially around your ears. Yes, Ma. Come back by noon. Don't be late. Yes, Ma. Don't forget to... Thank goodness, Vinay is the oldest, and he has to listen to Ma's lectures. Tup, 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 tup. I heard the sounds of fists on the door and stuffed the gujia in my mouth. My brother and I ran to our rooms to grab the bag of gulalan balloons. When we came down, my mother stood there, her hands on her hips. Put oil on your skin, or no going out, you two. Yes, ma, let me tell the others, said Vinay. Then he opened the door slightly and peeked out. Listen, we'll apply oil and come outside. Just wait for us, he said to the others. Ma poured oil in our cupped hands and wouldn't let us go until she was satisfied that every inch of skin was covered in coconut oil. I felt the three S's, sticky, shiny, and smelly. When I saw the others, I knew that the coconut oil bottles were empty in their homes too. But first things first, we put colors on our friends' faces as gently as possible. Red, blue, yellow, orange, green until there were just a few patches of our brown skin peeking out. But we can be gentle only for so long. The louder our giggles and shouts, the higher the rainbow of colors rose around us. Oh, did I forget to tell you? Today is holy, my favorite, 
Festival. Which other festival can you go about getting clouds of colors to ring the bell for warmer weather? Hey, come on, yaar. Don't use up everything now. We must save some to throw on others, Anila reminded the rest of us. I got my pichkari. Have you got yours? I brandished my new water gun. Ooh, look. Look at my pichkari. She turned her back. Hey, it's a bag pichkari. I squeezed a little backpack on Anila's shoulders. It was full. Out came all our water pistols, one by one. Ritu had a small rocket pichkari. Srini's was a water gun with the elephant trunk spout. James carried a big plastic pencil-shaped squirter. Chandu's was a spray bottle. Mine wasn't too bad either. I had pestered Ma for my umbrella spray gun. Hey, Vinay, where's yours? James asked my brother. My brother pulled out his big shiny brass water pistol and pulled the handle out. He aimed at a rock far away and pushed the lever. Whoosh! went the spray, toppling the rock way over. Hoo! Our voices rang together in delight. All the others crowded around my brother, wanting to hold the monster. Yeah, this is Papa's. He said, I'm old enough for it now. I suddenly realized that my brother was good at showing off. Hey, we have enough gulal and abir. We have our pichkaris. All we need now are the water balloons to be filled, Ritu remarked. So when Srini said that we could go to his house, we agreed immediately. No secret why. Srini lived on the second floor and his flat had two balconies. You guys go to Srini's house. I'll bring Nidhi over there, Vinay said and ran. When we got there, Vinay was helping Nidhi out of her wheelchair. She held his hand on one side and the railing on the other and climbed the stairs. We have your bag of gulal and balloons, Nidhi, James and I called out as we ran up the stairs. When we got to Srini's house, there was a chair waiting for Nidhi and the others were huddled around a bucket of water, filling balloons with the water pistols. Now all we had to do was hide and wait for our prey. I spotted the first set of victims, two aunties. I know them, said Ajay. They are always complaining about noise when we play on the ground that is not even near their house. I go first, he said, and waited for them to pass. When they were below the neighbor's balcony, he hurled two balloons, and everyone fell flat on the floor. Who threw this? Hey, I know you are here somewhere. Who is it? Came the shouts. But we lay still. Throwing water balloons at aunties is a dangerous sport. You'd think people would know not to parade under a balcony on holy. But a whole load of them walked by that day. So we did what children are supposed to do. We became fast bowlers, slow bowlers, in-swingers, out-swingers, and spin bowlers. There were even a few bouncers that erupted as soon as they touched the ground. But that's okay. It was some time before Nidhi said what we'd all been thinking. This is too easy, isn't it? Let's go down to the Maidan. 
excitement rippled through us. We conveniently forgot Ma's reminders. The Maidan was a common ground for the buildings in our compound and the next society. Going there to play on Holi was an open challenge to the kids in that compound. Someone asked, how much gulal do we have? We emptied all our color packets and distributed them equally amongst ourselves. A couple of us ran to the bathroom and filled all our pichkaris. Guys, whatever you can't carry, just put them in a bag and hang it on the handlebars, Nidhi suggested. We patted ourselves and set off for the challenge. The Maidan had a few kids here and there. When I stopped Nidhi's wheelchair and we stood around her pretending to be interested in no one but ourselves. A couple of the other kids edged closer to us. We pretended to ignore them, even as some of us watched them from under our lashes. I saw a girl wave to someone far away. That must have been the signal. One here, a pair there. Kids started straggling in. In no time, they encircled us. It felt like we were in a chakravyuha, but we had a plan. We edged closer to Nidhi and continued to throw a little bit of color on each other. When a cold squirt hit James, it was time for the war. Out came our pichkaris, and the colored water spurted out like a rocket launch. When I brandished his brass pichkari while Nidhi's strong arms landed the water balloon smack on our opponents, whenever one of us was cornered, James and Anila grabbed Nidhi's chair and pushed her into the gap. The other kids instinctively jumped back to make way for her. Were we winning? It is hard to say if you win or lose with holy colors. But no one could tell us apart because only the whites of our eyes and our teeth remained uncolored. We look like identical, multicolored elves. We could have gone on for hours, but a hand landed on the shoulder of one of the kids. One by one, we dropped our hands to look. Oh, it was my mother. And did she look angry? My stomach sank like I had swallowed rocks. In all our fun, Vinay and I had forgotten the time. But before we could utter a word, she turned around and walked back, taking the girl with her. I didn't understand. And then, the kids from the other compound ran frantically to their buildings, leaving a cloud of dust behind. Vinay, shall we call out to her? I spoke in a small voice. Go home. I'll be there after I help Nidhi. My brother consoled me. I entered my home just as Ma took the girl to the bathroom. Shower. Now, she pointed. I did not want to catch her eye, so I slipped behind a curtain. Five minutes passed, then ten minutes. The bathroom door swung open and the girl stepped out wrapped in a towel. Ma looked pale. Who are you? Where's... Here. I came forward. She looked swiftly from my multicolored face to the clean girl. 
a minute later, her mistake dawned on her and her body shook with laughter. I ran to take a quick shower and when I came out, Ma and the girl were sitting with a plate of gujias. Tup, 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 tup. There was a pounding on the door for the second time today. Two women stood there with a gaggle of children from the other compound. Their eyes scanned the room until they landed on the two of his kids, stuffing her mouth with gujias. Would you like some gujias? Ma opened the door wider for them. This is the end of our story today. We hope you enjoyed it. Once again, we wish you a very happy holy. Do come back next week for our next story. Until then, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. Mm-hmm.